Photography is a small voice. At the best sometimes, just sometimes, one photograph or a group of them can lure our senses into awareness. What use is having a great depth of field if there is not an adequate depth of feeling? Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast. This is Antonio, and episode uh, 131 for the middle of March. Middle of March. Yeah, well, it's it's been a while. Yeah, I've got a, I've been in, in enforced absence, and uh, I will describe that to you in the bulk of the episode. But in this show, I decided to do another Dispatches from Greenwood. So we're up to Dispatches from Greenwood number 11. And uh, I will let my uh, rambling self, my walking self, walking through Greenwood, explain what's been going on in the past, shoot, maybe a couple of months now since I posted a podcast. I don't know. I think the last one was middle of January, perhaps. I don't know. I, I've lost track. Um, but I am back, and I decided to do it from Greenwood. So without any further yapping from me now in the intro, I will uh, hand it off to myself, walking around Greenwood. Dispatches from Greenwood, number 11. Hey, this is Antonio with Dispatches from Greenwood. And this is the first time I've been out in a uh, while uh, to do this, to do the podcast from Greenwood. And uh, it's uh, near the middle of March. And what a February I had. Try to keep it short, but February was a month from hell. Yeah, I got uh, COVID early in February. My sick family member also got COVID as well. And we were both laid up for couple of weeks because of my family members pre-existing condition uh, they had to get an antibody treatment which actually helped a whole lot helped to mitigate the uh, the symptoms and uh, for those of you who know me you'll know who I'm talking about but I'm trying to remain you know keeping privacy as much as possible I got the symptoms mildly uh, I had uh, still I'm, I'm still working on getting my taste and smell back fully. I can taste things that are really spicy and sweet, but some subtle things are not not quite not quite coming back yet. And what else? But the symptoms were kind of mild. I think I got I think I got uh, really mild fever, body aches. It felt like a mild flu. It didn't feel good though. You know, the flu would have been much worse for me. And I'm really thankful that we only got these uh, mild symptoms. So that's, we're in the middle of March right now. So yeah, that pretty much wrote off uh, February for me to do anything of photography related, work related. Actually, speaking of work related, I mean, this is why I'm gonna say that February was a month from hell. We got, uh, had to go to the pet emergency room a couple times. Uh, one of my cats ate a uh, poisonous plant, Opie. Pretty scary. 
in the same time period, I lost my uh, freelance gig that I've had for a while. For those of you who know me, know where I was, uh, you know where I was working. Basically, me and a bunch of people got outsourced to India. Uh, not very happy, but this all happened at the same time that uh, I got uh, COVID. COVID came in, so this was the beginning of February. So it was just a, it, again, it was a month from hell. I had no energy, uh, no, no anything to do uh, with photography or even, you know, having lost my my uh, my job. Although that actually ended at the end of February, they gave me a month's notice. Yeah, I had no energy, and I'm sorry I didn't put out anything for uh, the podcast. It wasn't, uh, really wasn't in, wasn't in me uh, this time. Um, but, you know, the weather is getting better. I've been out, last week I came out to Greenwood uh, to photograph the, uh, try to get my bird photography going again. I'm hearing a hawk. I think that's a hawk, hang on. See either that or it's a mockingbird. Like right, he's like right in front of me here. Eh. I, I can only do I can only do so many things at once, doing the podcast, recording this. On I'm, I'm, for you on the podcast, I'm actually recording YouTube video as well. Uh, I don't know how interesting it's going to be. Yeah, and I got my camera with me, and I'm hearing a hearing a bird that's interesting. I'm I'm actually out here for walking purposes too, get my exercise. So I'm trying to do a whole bunch of things at once. So you can, you can imagine that uh, February was a write-off and really just getting into the first couple of weeks of March and trying to get my sea legs again. As a personal note, uh, I am putting out there, uh, I am available for work. And so if anybody knows of any kind of remote work for a photographer or videographer, uh, drop me a line. You know where to get me. It's hard to not have work, uh, a regular thing to do every day and finding a job you know that's gonna be interesting for me I'm a little worried that you know as my age is could be an issue you know I mean I was hoping to find remote work where I can um, still work from home and stuff but anyway you know a little call out there if anybody knows of uh, work for someone like me uh, drop me a line uh, I'm not ashamed to ask. I need help. So that's that. But anyway, there's, there's my... I decided I wanted to come out today. It's a beautiful day. It's a little chilly. It was compared to this week. It's a little chillier than it's been. So I have an announcement for the show that I will make on the next show. So a, a little bit of clickbaiting, right? Uh, if you're interested, subscribe. and You'll hear on the next show. Hopefully I can get this arranged. Uh, spoiler, it's not me canceling the show or anything, because otherwise there wouldn't be another show. But I want to make the announcement next show, and you'll understand why. You know, because being locked up for actually a couple months, I haven't been out since January. I mean, I've done some walks and whatnot, but I just have not, I've really not been in a, in, my morale's been really down. And I've lost some weight. Dude, I had a friend tell me, hey, you lost weight. And he goes, what was it about? I think I said stress. Stress is how I lost my weight. I don't recommend losing weight via stress. There's other ways to do it. But I think I've pretty much been locked up in the house since January. 
We've gone out a few times, but I haven't done my regular walks or anything like that. I'm just realizing it's a year since lockdown, uh, at least in the United States. I wanted to sort of, with you, go over the year. I was looking through all my, I'm you know, trying to get my taxes ready. Going over all the things I was buying last year, and I noticed, you know, when things started to move to Amazon, and I started to buy stuff, and started to get the equipment, like some of this stuff that I'm, I'm using now, I got last year in the hopes that I would really start my YouTube channel. How's that going? <laughs> but it gave me the opportunity to think about how, how the year went a little bit. And, you know, last year, roughly about this time, bought a lot of Polaroid film, did my little show Pandemic, uh, Polaroids from the Pandemic. Uh, and those pictures pop up every once in a while on my phone as a memory, you know. And thinking that, you know, to be able to use all that time uh, indoors or in lockdown as a possible really good time to be creative. You know, it didn't work out exactly how I thought it would. I got a lot of ideas photographically, uh, you know, some, some things I want to do, you know, like a YouTube channel. What am I going to do on a YouTube channel? How am I going to differ myself from this? But, oh, you know, to, well, let's go through this a little bit. Yes, I came, I came here to Greenwood a lot and I started really doing, focusing on the trees, which I've talked about several times since I've been here. I don't, I don't have a name for this project yet, but you know, trees of Greenwood, and you've seen the shots, the black and white shots uh, done with the Focos app. And I pretty much have wrapped that up, mainly because I think I photographed everything that I wanted to photograph here. There's still some, I might still find some trees that uh, speak to me in that photographic way. And, you know, my, my idea was to put a book together uh, and A, for the uh, experience of putting a book together. I haven't done that in a long time. And with the idea of sending it to uh, the people who are running Greenwood as sort of an appreciation, you know, making a copy for them. So I did that. I didn't finish that now, but, uh, you know, putting that on the, on the schedule of things to do in terms of finishing up projects. What else was I was doing a year ago? Not much street photography. You know, when we got locked down, not shooting a lot of, photographing a lot of people doing things. I uh, wasn't very interested in, in, uh, in recording people with masks on. And I know that uh, even Ward said, you know, well, like this, like, that's the time. You know, that's the time, what's going on now? People are wearing masks. And, you know, I heard that as don't miss this opportunity, you know. But uh, there weren't a lot of people outside. Uh, and, you know, I've got some pictures of people in this period of time. I was kind of hoping to do it more with the Polaroids. But I think I, I, think I got some, not as much. It didn't really interest me to document this time so well. Not to mention, last year is when my family member uh, had this bag diagnosis. So morale was already in a, in a downward slide, I should say. You know, not, not doing 100% so great.
I know a lot of you or people who are listening to the show and the rest of the world have gone through a lot more than I have. So I don't really want to sound too whiny. I don't think I am. I'm just, you know me on the show. It's very personal that I'm doing this. My photography or anything I'm doing is really, I'm really not separated with it in my life. So you're going to hear, you know, the stuff that's happening to me. And I appreciate that. You, I've gotten a lot of good feedback about my, the dispatches from Greenwood. I appreciate all that feedback that I've gotten. And uh, what else? You know, have you heard in the last episode, there was a lot of lens purchasing. Hence the lens hangover. I have been teaching a lot uh, photography online through the place I used to work for. As uh, once they shut down, we went to online instruction and I'm teaching two classes. The Introduction to Digital Photography or DSLR Photography and Intro, intro to Mobile Smartphone Photography. Uh, the first class is three hours long. The mobile photography class is two hours long. And I'm thinking, wow, that's a lot. It's a lot to have to cram in into that short period of time, especially the photography class. But they've been, uh, when they started off very well uh, populated, then there was a bit of a drop off, uh, kind of at the end of last year. And so they reduced the number of classes. I was doing like four a month, now I'm only doing two a month, which I'm bummed out about. But I really, I do like, this is the one thing that's coming from this, uh, from this uh, lockdown is I really like teaching photography via Zoom. Um, it does not replace being in the field with people, but it's a different experience. And I would actually love to have both. I really want to do both when I can, you know, and keep the uh, remote photography classes going when, you know, we can re relax on lockdown. And, uh, and then when the classes, when, you know, I can be in person with people, that's even better. And I'm really trying to work on a personal class, my own. That's one of the things I want to do is get my own series of classes going that I can run on my own, you know, kind of as a business venture. If anybody's interested in that, or you know anybody who's interested in that, like maybe a couple day class or, you know, over a week or something like that, we can do some, you know, going out and shooting and coming back and doing critique, maybe even having a Discord group uh, where we can sort of connect as photographers. Drop a line to me. I'd be really interested in knowing if uh, anybody else who's listening to the show would be interested in that. Because one of the pluses about that is you can be anywhere and you could be, we could be together doing photography. I could be teaching you, teaching you. What do I know to teach you? But showing you stuff that I know and sharing that with everybody. And we could create a little community. And you know, that's what I've been finding that's been very helpful more so now than prior to lockdown is the sense of community I've been able to find through several groups that I'm part of in using, um, if anybody knows what Discord is, it's sort of like if, uh, if there's a little brother to Slack, but it's a little online place where you can create groups and uh, 
clubs, for instance, and uh, get together. I have, like I said, the uh, unusual collective. We're part of that. We have our own Discord group. Also, the people who were my my, uh, my friends, co-workers who were let go from the place I was working, we created a Discord group. And it's a great place to sort of gather and, and talk and share information. And it's kind of, a, I would say it's like an internet within an internet, you know. Meaning I don't have to sort of join the, the larger world of the internet and Twitter and Facebook and get flooded with stuff. It's a more targeted environment. And during the lockdown, those helped a lot. Even though I couldn't see anybody in person, it was helpful to know to have contact with somebody, anybody from the outside who was part of my groups, who was willing, you know, that we're there voluntarily, right? We want to be in these groups and can help with photography related things or video related things or teaching related things. This stuff really helped. And it's, again, not a substitute for being in the outside world with real people, but it can augment that in a, in a great way. Because really, it's not always physically possible for us to always get together in person and, and, and sit and talk about all this stuff, you know? Especially when you got friends who are, you know, in Minnesota and in Canada. <laughs> it's like, it's not gonna happen so easily. So, but what I like about it is having a small core group of people in this case, say the uh, my unusual collective, my friends there, it's a handful of us. And, you know, yeah, it might be a little exclusive. We're, we're a small group of people and we've invited a couple of other people. We've kept it small and that has helped a lot. Um, the guys who are listening to this show, you know who you are. And I just want to go through everybody's name and you've heard them before, but they've really helped me through this process. And I think it would not have been the same had I not had a group of people to reach out to uh, and talk to. And especially when you just focus on, like this is a group devoted to talking about photography. Yeah, we talk about other stuff as well. But um, our core reason that we, we joined is to really discuss our issues with photography or anything else. So that kept up and that went really well. That um, uh, I'm kind of I'm very grateful for a group of people like the uh, the fellow unusuals, and you know who you guys are, right? <laughs> so there's that. I, you know, it's hard to go through the entire year. It, it does. It's a hard thing to believe that this has been an entire year, March. 10th or 11th was the anniversary of the lockdown. And, uh, you know, we just passed that now a couple days ago. It's weird. It is very weird, a whole year. There's something about it that seemed very short and something about it that seemed very long simultaneously. And obviously it's not a, nor a normal year. There's some part of this I miss about prior to that. I miss the, the, the work that I had, the steady work that I had. I, I miss just the, like, I'm a person who's not very good with change. <laughs> and this is probably one of the biggest changes. This is the biggest change I think I've ever experienced in my life, short of uh, when I got divorced in uh, 
1995. That was an upheaval on this scale, personally, for me. And, uh, yeah, just a quick little story about that. The, the plan was for me to uh, go with my ex-wife, before she was my ex-wife, to go to Greece for a year. You know, I was going to follow her while she was doing her her dissertation or something like that. And so I planned to learn how to speak Greek. I bought a huge low pro backpack, huge one, because I wanted to fit, uh, I think I was bringing all my camera gear with me. And my plan was to, while she's in school, or while she's doing stuff at the museums and stuff like that, I'm going to go and travel around Greece myself and study the history and go and photograph things, right? And so I began to learn how to speak Greek, took some Greek lessons. This backpack I put on, of course, you know, this is 94, so I'm like 30 years old, right? So much better shape and I can carry it. But that thing was freaking heavy. That was the heaviest amount of equipment. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna traipse around with this thing on my back. And that's without even like thinking about bringing clothes. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I, I, I packed that bag full of gear, and I'm like, I didn't even think about this until now. Like, where was I going to put my clothing if I was going to go away for a couple of days? Anyway, I was going to do that and go away. And then I, I decided with some, after I went to a therapist for a while to deal with this, I realized if I was going to go to Greece, follow her around while she wanted to not be with me anymore but it was just prolonging some inevitable not good thing and so I decided against that so I was stuck with this giant low pro bag and nowhere to go <laughs> anyway that's that's my story that was the last really big upheaval next to this uh, pandemic uh, I think I'm reasonably sure about that Maybe when my mother died, that was another one. But this one's pretty big. So, you know, also this year is a, um, a bit of time for me to kind of figure out, and maybe for you too, how to define yourself as a photographer. You know, maybe some of the things that you were doing, you couldn't do because we were in this lockdown mode. And for me, I know there was a lot of things I couldn't do. I certainly wasn't doing the street photography that you're usually seeing that I do on a regular basis. And so how to define myself as a photographer? Am I defined by what I shoot? Is that gonna be my, sort of that's who I am? I'm a street photographer? No, not really. But who am I? Who am I as a photographer? And, uh, you know, maybe this, this lockdown and this pandemic and this situation that we're going through is going to help define that for many of us. It'd be curious to find out from anybody who's willing to put in the comments, you know, in the blog post, how are you defining yourself as a photographer? I mean, you know, I know commercial photography has changed a lot. Some of uh, people who are commercial photographers had to shift the way they worked a lot. I know that in the film business, there's a lot of changes for how to film now in this post-COVID world. So there's a lot of phys there's a lot of things we have to do differently. But in terms of like 
who are you? Who am I in this new world? Am I, you know, am I a bird photographer? Am I a tree shooter? I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about that. I have no idea what to, to, to say about who I am in this whole process. And I'm curious what you think about yourselves. How are you defining yourselves? Now, I think that feels like I've talked about that before here in Greenwood. And maybe Greenwood just brings that out in me. I don't know. I do know I bought a lot of lenses. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's about. So yeah, who have you become in this period of time? Are you still searching for who you want to be as a photographer, as a, an image maker? as a creative. I know I am. And I don't know what the, uh, I don't know what the future is going to hold uh, for what I'm doing. I mean, I have to get a job. Uh, is it being photography related? I don't know. I got to make money to survive. Uh, I like to hope that it's in photography, but uh, I'm not counting on it necessarily. But like I said, I'd like to teach. I like to show more. I like to teach more and uh, share, share that stuff. And you know, someone's gonna say, those who can't do it, teach. You know, I don't, I don't know if that fits me. Um, and I need to be more introspective about that a bit in terms of why do I wanna teach? Do I wanna teach because I wanna avoid doing photography? I don't know. I don't know what that answer is. I'll come back to you with that. We'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, I'm here to walk around, get some exercise. I really want to practice on some more birds. I know it's later in the day for photographing birds. It's also March, and so there's not a lot of choices of what comes down here, but what's around lets me practice, you know, photographing chickadees or blue jays or anything that is moving quickly and flying. I tip my hat to those who do this on a regular basis. Bird photography is not easy. And uh, I don't want to be a bird photographer. I don't even know what that means. Like I said before, I, I, the, the labeling myself is not going to make a difference. But there is something relaxing and uh, satisfying about going and trying to capture an animal in its environment or in an environment doing what it does. I posted some pictures on Instagram last week. Uh, I decided to post bird pictures that I shot uh, last Saturday. And they got a really decent amount of people talking about it. I was surprised because everybody knows me as a street photographer. So I'm putting up bird pictures is totally different than what I usually put up. It was kind of exciting to do that, to do something different and, and put up these shots. But on that, on that post, I did say I tip my hat to those people who do this all the time. Uh, the one thing I, I recognize for me is I, I don't know what I want to do with it other than it's a thing to do with my camera and a big lens, and I get some pleasure out of it. I get to, to come outside and, and um, there's some Canada geese flying, if you heard them. I, I don't take too many pictures of the geese. They're not interesting. I'm really trying to practice on birds that will give me the ability to practice. Uh, so um, things that move fast, <laughs> and believe me, that is hard. I know you need to know about the birds and you can anticipate and whatnot, and I'm not sure I'm gonna to get to that level, you know. I did have a pair of binoculars that my wife gave me for Christmas. 
I didn't bring them with me because I wanted to travel light today. And I'm not really out for looking for birds. I'm actually hoping to, I'm more into trying to find a hawk. There's also a bald eagle here someplace. And I would love to uh, grab a shot of the eagle. But I'll take a hawk. Last week I was here, I got a hawk. Eight, eight times out of ten when I come to Greenwood, I am able to get a shot of a hawk uh, or two. And so, you know, we'll see what happens today. Yeah, if I get it, I'll put it on. I'll put it on the show notes, uh, and uh, I'll put a little slideshow on YouTube as well. Again, for my podcast audience, the goal is to do twice a month. Like I said, I'll be making a, an announcement for the next episode, which will be uh, coming out at the end of March. Right, that ends up being the f- first episode for the next month, so it's kind of a crossover. But I want you to stay tuned for that one. That's going to come in a couple of weeks. Uh, but this one was just sort of like, I'm, I'm back. I'm not really not having anything profound to say today, but future plans are, I'd like to do some more book reviews. Uh, and that actually might have a, a YouTube component. I'm just trying to figure out whether or not I can show books on YouTube in a, in a format uh, that doesn't have to worry about copyright, but as a review, it seems like I can. I can do that because I've seen other people do it on YouTube. I like sharing books. I think it's important for photographers to collect books. And, you know, if you want to be a photographer, looking at other people's pictures is, is a good thing, you know. And especially now we're going to museums, it's going to be a lot more uh, tricky, you know, with the reservations and whatnot. I think having a good collection of books that you can take off your shelf and look once in a while and just get reminded about... Uh, the rest of the work out there in the world. I think that's a, uh, a good thing. So that wraps up my uh, number 11 dispatches from Greenwood. I uh, hope uh, I didn't uh, drive you guys running, to the, running away. But uh, yeah, just want to mention that the uh, quotes at the intro from uh, favorite photographer of mine, W. Eugene Smith, I picked them for no other reason than that they resonated with me today and at the time I was uh, walking around Greenwood and talking. So uh, maybe not necessarily directly related to what I was talking about, but in some way they resonated in my person. So anyway, uh, if you want, you can look for the show notes of this episode and the past episodes at uh, streetshots.photography. And uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at amrosario and Flickr and amrosario. And I'm also on Facebook as uh, Switch to Manual. I don't post that much there, but uh, also Rosario Photo on Facebook. And if you like the show, you can please send me some exposure bucks by going to iTunes and giving a rating and a review, telling all your friends about us. I want more people to listen to me uh, talk, and uh, I'd be happy to do that. Also, if you want to buy, uh, you want to buy me a coffee, there will be a link on the show notes page. Uh, if you want to just. Uh, get me a Starbucks or something like that. And, you know, drop me a line on my website. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, how to improve. If you got any ideas for things for me to talk about, uh, any suggestions, please just drop me a line. If you, again, you know where to find me. There's plenty of places to find me. And uh, that's it. And I will uh, see you all in a couple of weeks where I will be announcing something new about the show. So certainly tune in a couple of weeks from now, end of March. And uh, I look forward to talking to you all then. So see you and have a great rest of the month.